0: Yes, the Miami Hurricanes are now ranked inside the top 25. They earned it, but will they maintain it? You are Locked On Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's always a happy Monday coming off of Miami dub. I am Alex Dono, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much to the everydayers for making Locked on Canes your first listen. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked on. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. So yes, my friends, the Miami Hurricanes, as expected, are now inside the Associated Press Top 25. Hurricanes come in at number 22 after upsetting 23rd-ranked Texas A&M. Hard Rock Stadium on Saturday, Miami won 48-33. to You were four-and-a-half-point underdogs. You won by 15. And the crazy thing is Miami left some meat on the bone. If not for a couple of missed opportunities and some self-inflicted wounds, game probably shouldn't have even been as close as it was, but it was still a statement dub for the Miami Hurricanes and a signature win for Mario Cristobal. So number 22 in the Associated Press poll. If you go by the other polls, Miami is ranked number 23 on the USA Today coaches poll and number 15 on the ESPN FPI ranking, which is stats and analytics base. So go figure the, the numbers like Miami more than the subjective human beings do. We've never heard of that happening before. Right. But you know, for Miami, this is obviously, I'm not going to make more of this than what it is, but it is, it is significant in that it's Miami's first poll appearance, not only this season, but it's their first poll appearance in about a year. Miami hasn't been ranked since September of last year, right before they lost to Texas A&M. So Happy to be ranked, but, you know, I'm not going to throw a parade or anything because, you know, you know every now and then over the years, Miami gets into the top 25. The challenge will be staying there. You've shown you belong in the top 25. Can you show the consistency to stay there and improve on your ranking throughout the season? Because if you look at the schedule coming up, um, you know, on paper, Miami should be able to win their next three games. You've got Bethune-Cookman at home this Thursday Temple on the road the following weekend, and then Georgia Tech at home the weekend after that. And then in mid-late October, things start to get a lot tougher, right? That's where, you know, if you want to improve from 22 into the top 15 or top 10, you've got to be winning these games. Uh, In back-to-back weeks next month, you've got 20th-ranked North Carolina on the road. October 14th goes without saying. North Carolina, especially in the Mack Brown era, has been a really tough out for Miami. They've had our number... And then on October 21st, Miami has Clemson at home. And even though this doesn't look like your daddy's Clemson Tigers right now, I still consider Clemson to be a really tough game. Despite what happened to them against Duke in their opener, that team is still really, really talented. And you have to wonder if they're going to figure things out a little bit. So things get tougher later on this month. But make no mistake, for where Miami is right now, this snapshot in time, number 22 team in the country, the Hurricanes earned this. Miami defeated a talented Texas A&M Aggies team who were favored to beat Miami on the road, loaded with talent compared to Miami's talent, if you go by that blue chip ratio that all the nerds love so much. But in Miami's case, the Hurricanes were able to keep their talented receiving core in check, right? People thought Evan Stewart, Noah Thomas, Aniah Smith, or Moose Muhammad, or all of the above would just go off on the Cane secondary. They didn't. Miami was ready to play. Miami's offensive line gave up zero sacks against the most talented defensive line in the country, if you go by that blue chip ratio. Job well done by the Canes O-line. And yeah, Miami's defensive secondary, I thought the defensive backs were exquisite. They intercepted that quarterback of Texas a ms Connor Wegman. They intercepted him twice. He had never thrown an INT in his career right up until he faced Miami. So the Hurricanes earned that number 22 ranking over the weekend. And, you know, talking about that win, guys, here's something that really stood out to me about the way the Canes performed on Saturday. And I wanted to bring this up because it was articulated so well by one of our listeners. Our guy Michael said this to me. I want to read what he said and comment on it because he's he's a 1,000% right. He talks about the players buying into Miami's coaches now. He says, The total buy-in now is only going to elevate these guys more because they know they're starting to believe. Now they're starting to believe. He says, Jacoby George, he writes, could have easily folded after the muffed punt, but the coaches kept going to him. Same for Colby Young after his drop. He continues, coaches are showing the faith and getting the confidence of these guys to elevate, and I think that's what's going to propel the Hurricanes through the season And that's what made the teams of the past different, he says. Michael, that was so well stated. What you just said right there about the coaches pressing the right buttons and lifting these players up, that right there, especially when you're talking about wide receivers, that's Kevin Beard's DNA. That's the type of man our wide receivers coach is. That's why I was so happy KB, who I covered as a player and as a coach, his previous stint here, I was so happy they brought Kevin Beard back. He's not only a great teacher, but he's a great motivator. He is all about building you up, not tearing you down. That's not Kevin Beard's style. He doesn't motivate guys by belittling them or threatening them. Kevin Beard motivates you by pressing the right buttons to empower you. And I can't give all the credit to a coach, right? I mean, it's easy to say, well, Kevin Beard and and Shannon Dawson, they're the ones who got these guys to bounce back and respond. That's part of it. But – this also speaks to the character of Jacoby George to be able to bounce back quickly and put that mistake behind him because some players would have completely folded in that same situation after muffing that kick right you talk about it wasn't just uh it wasn't just Colby Young who had an early drop restrepo had a bad drop as well and he goes off for 126 yards and Colby Young scores a touchdown he has another big game uh and it wasn't just the receivers you can say that even about units of the team because It was a rough start for Miami special teams. And then special teams, when you thought they were down and out, Rashard Smith scores a 98-yard kickoff return touchdown. You know, Borgalis missed a 54-yarder, which is understandable. He came back and hit a 50-yard field goal. So Miami responded. Individual players responded. The entire team responded. A lot of that is on coaching, and a lot of that is on these players believing in themselves and not giving up. And it's a beautiful thing to see because – if you're talking about bringing the you back, bringing Miami back, that sort of character, that's how that happens. That's what lifts you up, my friend. So I thought that was beautiful. All right, folks, we have some numbers I want to get to on the other side. Pro football focus grades for the best and brightest on Miami in that big 48 to 33 win over Texas A&M. We have a very positive update on the health of Cam Kitchens, and thank the Lord for that. And... We got a new commit, the Miami Hurricanes, that vertical passing game. Everyone wants to sign up now and play at Miami. We've got a new 2025 commit we have to talk about. All that means is we are only getting started right here on Locked on Canes. Keep it locked. My friends, it is now time for your game changer of the week brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company, and that's Tyler Van Dyke. What a game for TVD. 70% completions, 374 yards, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. Tyler Van Dyke, phenomenal job in that Miami upset win against Texas A&M. That was a game-changing, game-changing performance from our Game Changer of the Week. Much like Tyler Van Dyke, athletic brewing has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good, my friends. Their brews are great tasting and award winning, and they beat out full strength beers in global competitions. They brew over 50 styles of craft, non-alcoholic beer, including IPAs, Goldens, Sours, and so much more. No hangovers ever, which is always a nice feeling. First time customers, you can find Athletic Brewing Company's non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or buy online at athleticbrewing.com. And for those first time customers, you can use our code LOCKEDON to get 15% off your first online order. That's code Locked On at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. And for the everydayers, if you want to take your everydayer experience to the next level, a great way to support the show is by subscribing to our SMS texting community through subtext. You get text messages directly from my phone to yours with recruiting updates, uh, scoops. I, I always get to the games early. I tweet you guys. what or I, I send you guys texts on what's going on in the warmups, uh, all sorts of breaking news. You can ask me one-on-one questions on there. Try it completely free for 14 days by clicking the link in the show description below. And then if you like it, after two weeks, you can opt in for $4.99 a month. It's a great way to show your support. And we give you a lot of added value there on our subtext channel. All right. So uh, standout players. Um, A lot of these were confirmed by the pro football focus grades. As expected, our game changer of the week, Tyler Van Dyke, he earned an elite pro football focus grade of 82.0. Five touchdown passes, zero INTs, which was the most impressive thing to me because You made enough mistakes on special teams. We didn't need to be throwing interceptions. Tyler took care of the football. Thank you. So that's 70% completions for him on the day, 21 of 30, and 374 passing yards. Van Dyke, uh, he had showed us week one against Miami, Ohio, that he's got command and understanding of the Shannon Dawson offense. In week two against Texas A&M, he continued to show us his field generalship, but then he also added the playmaking to the mix. Now, his receivers did produce a lot of yards after catch. That doesn't take anything away from Tyler Van Dyke's performance because guess what? Yak is a trademark of a Shannon Dawson offense. Yards after catch is a trademark of the air raid passing scheme. And it's great to see that it's not just Tyler Van Dyke who's fitting in this scheme, but it's also the Jacoby Georges, the Xavier Restrepo's, the Colby Young's, and the Isaiah Hortons of the world who have been out there showing out at wide receiver. Uh, but, you know, Tyler Van Dyke, as expected, earned an elite grade because, I mean, did did you feel like TVD really made any mistakes out there? Like, I, I can't remember seeing anything that Tyler did where I'm like, oh, TV, don't do that again, Tyler. Don't. I mean, he looked uh, – it was, it was a near-perfect performance for Miami's signal caller. So the only offensive player who had a better overall grade than Tyler Van Dyke was actually Isaiah Horton. Now, limited snaps. He only played four snaps, but one of those was a 52-yard touchdown catch. So he made the most of his few opportunities on the field. And I loved that for Isaiah. I was so happy to see him make that grab and score that touchdown. Uh, We mentioned the pass blocking was fantastic. You know, keeping your quarterback's jersey clean, no sacks against a defensive line like the one you just faced. The guy who earned the highest pass blocking grade and an elite one at that was JV Cohen at left guard. 82.9 grade in pass pro that man is a stud Inez Cooper and Matt Lee also graded out very well in pass protection at about a 75 and 74 respectively um the tackles didn't grade out quite as well which you know against those speedy defensive ends I guess you can understand that and you know Maui Noah had some holding penalties but the interior of that offensive line is a blessing Uh, You know, the tackles are good as well. We love Miami's tackles. We love Jalen Rivers and CeCe, but, you know, the interior of that offensive line were really the showstoppers uh, on offense. On defense, my apologies, guys, because in our recap show on Sunday, a player I did not give nearly enough credit to and enough love to is Daryl Porter. And shout out to Grandma Porter if you're watching today. I love uh, his his grandma watches us on YouTube. But Daryl Porter was excellent. Miami's defensive backs were really a strength of that team. Daryl Porter and Jaden Davis, who we talked about a lot yesterday, they tied for Miami's highest defensive grades at 75.2 apiece. So I got to tell you, man, Lance Gidry, who spends a lot of time with the safeties, and you know Cam Kitchens. will we'll talk more about his situation in a second. And James Williams, I thought also played really well along with the cornerbacks. So Lance Gidry and Jamila Dye are doing a great job coaching up those defensive backs. The DBs were statistically, they were the strength of that defense. And you think about, again, the matchups they had against those Texas A&M wide receivers, they did a really good job. Going back to Jaden Davis, though, for a second, the crazy number for Davis wasn't his coverage grade, but it was Jaden Davis's grade against the run. So, I mentioned he had a 75.2 overall grade, but against the run, the transfer from Oklahoma graded a 91.5, highest on the team against the run. Jaden Davis is everywhere on that field all at once. And that fumble that he forced uh, in the fourth quarter on that big hit was just absolutely awesome. All right. So, we do have, um, and I, you know, I, I'm very, very pleased that the news has been overwhelmingly positive on cam kitchens miami's all american safety who we love so much cam and your family i want you to know uh locked on canes our family here on locked on canes we have been praying for you for the past two days and folks i'm very very happy to say that it sounds like our prayers are being answered thank the lord for that Uh, cam's mother yesterday she reported on social media that all of cam's tests were negative, which is fantastic news. And they were sending out pictures from the hospital. Cam was throwing up the U. And then the University of Miami released this statement last night. They said Cam Kinchins underwent evaluation on Saturday night and was released Sunday morning to rejoin the team. The football program would like to thank the Ryder Center and the University of Miami Health System staffs for their tremendous care and immediate response in support of Cam so that is a blessing so underwent the tests on saturday night he was uh, released sent home on sunday he can rejoin the team i d- d- don't ask me about you know his status for the next game or two games i i don't know uh, that's not the most the most important thing right now is him recovering and being all right i don't think there's any chance he's going to play against bethune cookman this thursday but you know we'll we'll cross the uh, other bridges uh, when we get to it but i'm so glad to hear that cam is okay now Kenshin's is not the only uh, injury news from the team, though, and I I hope we're going to find out more today because in a few hours, we'll be chatting with Mario Cristobal and uh, we'll learn more about the status of certain other players, especially on the defense, because that's a big key for the upcoming weeks. Even with winnable games coming up, your depth could be tested here. And you don't want to overload the snap count of guys who would usually be second and third teamers who have to wear out their bodies playing as first and second teamers these coming weeks uh, because Miami's defensive line in that Texas A&M game, I don't know how severe these injuries are, folks, but the defensive line was basically decimated by the end of that game. Branson Dean, Nigelique Kelly, and Akeem Mesidor at various points all left the A&M game and didn't return. That's three-fourths of your starting defensive line that left the game and didn't come back. So, again, these playmakers, they're really important to win games, of course, but also the depth that they add, they're going to be needed in October and November. So hopefully these are – and, you know, we wish this on a human level in addition to a football level, but hopefully these are not serious injuries and these guys are going to be back in the mix soon. And we also did have on offense Mark Fletcher, the freshman running back, did leave the game – uh, after a big hit, I'm hearing that he's doing okay. So hopefully that is confirmed that Fletcher is doing all right as well. We have a new cane to welcome when we come back a new 2025 commit. This guy is a game changer. We continue here on locked on canes and the party always continues on fan duel. I hope you guys have had a great opening NFL weekend so far. The NFL season is in progress, incredible games, and incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and so much more so visit fanduel.com/lockedon and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss fanduel official partner of the NFL thank you so much for making locked on canes your first listen today and make sure for your first or second listen on friday that you check out locked on college football kickoff live it's on every friday the locked on college network goes live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern every Friday on every Locked On College YouTube channel. College Football Kickoff Live covers playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and they go in-depth, we go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their teams every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on any Locked On College YouTube channel, including this one. You will not want to miss it. All right, folks, we got one. We got a good one. Big-time wide receiver, game-changer, Waden Charles. Welcome to the U! My voice is still not what it was. I apologize to Waden. Waden, you deserve better than that. Let me try that one more time. Welcome to the U! Still haven't completely gotten my voice back from yelling at the Hurricanes on Saturday and yelling at the Dolphins on Sunday, who got a great win. It was a great football weekend for us South Floridians who root for both of those teams. But Miami Hurricanes on Sunday night, they landed a verbal commitment from four-star class of 2025 wide receiver, Wayden Charles. I don't think it's a coincidence that he watched Miami go vertical on Saturday against Texas A&M. And then by Sunday, he decided the U was the place for him. Waden Charles is six foot two, 185 pounds. He plays uh, down here in South Florida, Palm Beach Central. I watched this young man a little bit at Legends Camp. He competed at Legends Camp at Miami over the summer. And I, I didn't know a whole lot about him before I got there. But then people were telling me, Dono, you got to check out this guy, Waden Charles, is going to be there. At Le- you have to watch him. Let me just say it was not difficult to find him. Because Waden was a standout. Like some guys, when you're watching these camps, some guys just look different. Some guys separate themselves among the rest. And you can tell that's going to be a power five player in a couple of years. Charles was one of those. Here's what Larry Bluestein, our good friend and scout, had to tell me about Wade and Charles. I asked Blue for comment this morning. He said about Waden, big-time playmaker who brings everything to the table, has major playmaking abilities, He has been a target since Kevin Beard got the job. Prospects like that take you to the next level, Bluestein says. And so, okay, it sounds like this is a connection KB. Kevin Beard has made a good connection with this young man. Here's what my colleague Brian Smith had to say today on Locked On, or sorry, on allhurricanes.com about Wade and Charles. Charles could line up at several wide receiver positions for the Canes, he says. He's been elusive in the open field and has shown the big wingspan that's desired by college and NFL coaches. Uh, And by the way, beyond the hurricanes, Charles has been offered by the likes of Florida State, Florida, UCF, Georgia, Auburn, Texas A&M, Michigan, Louisville, West Virginia, Penn State, several other top college programs. Holy smokes, that is an offer list. My goodness. So congratulations to, and obviously we have a long way to go before the class of 2025 puts pen to paper But congratulations to Kevin Beard and Miami staff for a big verbal commit. I'm sure Luke Nickel, the committed quarterback in the class of 2025, is really happy. He's already got a weapon in the class that he can be throwing the football to in a couple of years. So Wade and Charles, welcome to the U. And folks, before we wrap it up, um, I, I know what day it is today and 22 years ago. America changed. The entire world changed. It was, um, still probably the defining moment in a lifetime for, you know, those of us who were, who were alive when, when those planes crashed into the twin towers on September 11th, 2001. Um, I just remember the feelings of confusion, the feelings of fear, the feelings of anger, and then coming out of that just the feelings of community and comfort and how important family was um you know one thing i do remember about the aftermath of 911 awful tragedy as it was it brought this country together just the, the recovery and the response to that brought this country together in a way we haven't been that close since like i i see how you know how divided uh, we have been in in recent years and I I like to remember how we were all we were all holding hands and singing the same tune uh, in response uh, to that event. So I just want to say, God bless the first responders and the firefighters. Um, Any of you watching this? I know we have a lot of first responders who listen to and watch Locked on Canes. What you do for a living, it's not lost on me. I have so much appreciation for it. Uh, I want to send a huge shout out to military. uh, And I know we have Many of you as well in that community, thank you so much for your service and for what you do for this country and for keeping me safe. And, you know, I hope we can all we can all have some solemn reflection and remembrance today of what happened on that day when all of our lives changed. The world changed. The country certainly changed on September 11th of 2001. And God bless and God rest the souls of everyone who was lost on that day. So thank you guys so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen. Uh, If you're watching us on YouTube, smash that like button and subscribe to our channel. If you listen to the audio version, make sure to subscribe and hit five stars, hit the five-star rating, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your pods. And we'll talk to you later today on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.